welcome to another episode of You Do What on the Unpopular Opinion Podcast Network. My name is Cindy Aravina. You can follow me on my social medias uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Cindy Aravina Jr. And this is the podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. This week on the show, I have comedian Christina Marie Leonard. Christina has her own podcast called The Hidden Rebels. It's about Star Wars, so definitely check that out. And you can also follow her on Twitter at Leonard, and also follow her on Instagram at Leonard. And this week, we talk about Christina's wine, cork, and bottle collection, and also the family trip she's taken over the years. Hope you enjoy. I don't drink anymore, but you you started this collection when you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a thing where I forget that I have all of these, like, well, and my wine bottles, they're not just wine bottles. They have candles in them. And I oh. make them into candle holders, so they're like drip candles. Uh-huh. But I've broken a lot of them while <laughs> drunk, so it's just like the candle part has been decapitated, and it's just like a wine bottle with wax over it. Uh-huh. And I've moved a lot, so like they've gotten broken when I've most of them I broke while being drunk though, just like crashing one night specifically I broke like six of them, and oh, wow. I also <laughs> broke the soap handle off of the um, bathtub with my boyfriend, <laughs> and it was it was in college, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so I I still have all of these, and then I have like a nice little bowl of wine corks. Mm-hmm. I think I felt like while I was drinking, like if I collected that, like it would. Like there was a purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Did you ever see the the movie The Big Sick? No, I have the screener for it. I okay. It. There's one this is not even a spoiler. There's one part in it where the actor that plays um Emily She's talking about like all her knowledge of wine and then Kumail's character goes like, Oh wow, you know a lot about wine. She's like, mm, well, if you know a lot about wine, it doesn't make make you seem like a drunk. It just like <laughs> makes you seem like you have like all this knowledge and a purpose for doing all of it. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah my parents make wine. Oh, that's so cool. And, yeah. So I mean, it's funny because like I as a kid, they mm-hmm. got into it when I was a kid, and I think that's why I always felt like if I drank wine, that would make it okay. Yeah. Because it's like it's wine. Yeah. Are there a I'm, lot of vineyards in Nebraska? Not really. Uh. Well. So my parents love California and uh-huh. they would go to vi- vineyards in California, but they went to this winemakers group in Iowa mm-hmm. and they started with like these wine packets somehow. Mm-hmm. That sounds disgusting, but <laughs> it, I don't, I mean, I didn't drink it cause I was like 10 when they started mm-hmm. doing it. I didn't start drinking that early. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I know some people do, but like, no, not. I, I also, my parents are very strict. They wouldn't have let me, but then we have like a farm land area that was initially meant not for making grape vines, but they created like their own vineyard in Iowa wow. and there were 500 vines. And then, so I would always go to these vineyards like on trips as a kid and like couldn't drink at the vineyard. And mm-hmm. like now I'm an adult, can't drink at the vineyard. Like yeah. there's a very small window of time where I could drink at vineyards, uh-huh. but um, they kind of have their own vineyard, but most of the, they've like destroyed most of them. Just, it's so hard in, in Nebraska because oh, it yeah. gets so cold. For sure. You know, there was one year where we had to like chainsaw down a tree because it fell over the the um, grapevines. Oh, geez. I mean, we probably didn't have to use a chainsaw. I know it wasn't a chainsaw. It was a handsaw. It was during a lightning storm. So oh it was good gosh. that it wasn't a chainsaw. I like drama. <laughs> <laughs> I just, my dad was sawing it and I was in the car crying. And I was like, I'm going to help you. Yeah. I don't know how I helped. 
Mm-hmm. Like only one person can use a saw at a time. Yeah. But you just, you were worried about it. I got probably. up some like axle grease, I think. <laughs> From the car. It was in the car, I think. Yeah. I don't you, know. You did your best. <laughs> so did they sell the wine when they were going? No. I always thought they should sell it. Interesting. They would give it to their friends like uh-huh. at parties. They would give it. It would be like a gift. Like it, it wasn't, I mean, yes, my parents are cheap. So I don't think that, but I don't think that was the only reason that they gave homemade wine. It was, it cost a lot of money to make the wine. Right. Like not a ton of money, but like they did have to, I mean, the, the our basement looks like a science laboratory mm-hmm. um, or our old basement. They moved into a new house, but, um, and there was like, um, like that grape stomping, like not a grape stomping machine, but there was like a, I'm making all these gestures with my arms, like <laughs> a, a wheel and like that, you know, um, wooden thing. That you yeah. put the grapes in. A okay. grape crusher. Grape crusher. There That's you go. What it was. So, I mean, they did have to invest in it, mm-hmm. but they, they would give it as gifts a lot. And I always told my dad he should sell it, you know, but that wasn't his job. Yeah. Uh, that would have been cool, though, a local made wine, like yeah. out there where there's not really. Well, my, there's just like so much red tape that you have to go through with yeah. like the legalization. Mm-hmm. And I watched this documentary on beer making in Nebraska when I was back home for a film festival. And like there is so much, like it's so hard to turn a profit because there's just like all this shit that you mm-hmm. have to do. And Can I swear? On yeah, this? yeah. Okay. There's like all this stuff that you have to go through. And I, I ask if I can <laughs> swear and then I switch it to stuff. <laughs> like why? But yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way as my dad as much as I make fun of him. You know, I'm always telling him, you know, you should make a profit out of this. You should do this. And he started it as a hobby mm-hmm. to help him relax from his regular job, which is like business. Oh, okay. Um, and now it's like become a second job, which is just like me because I'll be like, oh, I'm going to like produce this short film and this web series for a fun thing to do in addition to. And then suddenly it's so much work. Yeah. And it costs you like all your money. Yeah. And then everyone's like, why don't you take this to? And I'm like, because so much red tape. Like I'm already exhausted. Mm hmm. So were they like happy to kind of get rid of everything or was it kind of like a bittersweet thing where they're like, ah, we try to keep this up, but it's just a lot of work. Oh, it's, it's very bittersweet. Mm -hmm. I mean, and like my parents, they are the kind of people that like, they don't tell me when pets die. They don't tell me when family members die. They like wait for me to like come home or like they wait for like six months to pass and they're like, oh, and then I'll bring up the person and then they'll be like, oh, by the way, so-and-so oh, no. died. I'm like, and I'll get so angry. And you would think after like 20 plus years, mm-hmm. they would know. <laughs> like also just being a human, you don't do that. So I don't think they told me that they were killing the grapevines because that's <laughs> how I see it. You yeah. know, that until like they were already demolished for the most part. Oh, wow. Because my parents are assholes like that. I mean, I love them, but like they're just, they just don't think. Like they didn't understand Star Wars. Oh, okay. The recent, you know, <laughs> like they're, like, they're old. Yeah. You know, f- fucking parents. Anyway, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that they're getting rid of them because, you know, it is a lot of work. My dad has had now sh- two shoulder surgeries. Oh, wow. You know, and like my aunt and uncle would help with it, but like my aunt has cancer and my uncle just had a new heart replacement. So like everyone is like a bionic person in my yeah, family. They're right not now. trying to work with their hands. Yeah, and- it's not. It's But like I just wish that they had told me. Yeah, just it, like a heads I up mean, like, hey, we're killing the grapes. Yeah, exactly. And, and also this farm where the grapevines mm-hmm. are located was a farm that my dad bought with his dad and then mm-hmm. like his dad passed away like right after they bought it. This was way before I was born. So they've had this farm forever. My dad also talks about selling the farm like every – it's like an annual annual thing like, oh, when are we going to sell the farm? <laughs> and it's like we all have all these memories of like mm-hmm. childhood there. 
So, like, I'm sure they'll sell the farm and not tell me to. And then oh, all the no, grapevines will not. be. Oh, they will. I'm convinced. <laughs> You're just waiting for it. They'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> when you go home for, like, Easter or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the farm's gone. They won't even tell me. Like, it, they could have sold it already, to be yeah. honest. Like, if it weren't for the fact that my aunt mentioned maybe going there in a couple weeks. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's a reliable source, at least. At least you can get the hot gossip from her. Yeah. <laughs> family gossip. Um, do your parents also collect bottles of wine and cork or is that just uh, a you thing no like my parents are pretty normal um they're like also normal drinkers they're not like like obsessive compulsive in mm-hmm. the ways that i am but i did get the idea from my dad when um my dad when he was young he at the farm actually mm-hmm. so i'm glad that you at like this tie-in really works you're very insightful <laughs> wow Good job. Thank you. Um, Actually, I was at the farm when I was a kid and I like part of the reason I liked it so much is it's this old farmhouse and it had like all this old stuff from my dad's and my mom's like old books and like it looked like you were going back in time to the 60s or the 70s. Yeah. Because like that's where all this – because I guess my parents do collect a lot. They just – we're like low-key hoarders, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's not gross, but it's like, why do you still have all these things? It's Yeah, because you have all the space. Yeah, and so he'd have all this stuff from, like, high school in his early 20s. And, and I found this bottle... Like it was like a big wine bottle, some sort of, and it had it had the wax candle, and he'd make mm-hmm. this awesome like, and you use special drip candles to make this. Oh, oh and I didn't know that. He would always talk about how he did this in college, and it took him years to make it so beautiful. You could hardly see the bottle because it was so covered in wax, mm-hmm. and that was what gave me the idea to make my first one. And my first one was like a beer bottle that I wasn't even drinking. I don't think I was even old enough to drink legally in Nebraska, but my friend had like it was like um those beers it's like there's like the scarecrow beer and it's like a big bottle um but there's like some halloween themed ones and i can't remember Mm -hmm. the name of them but but it was really cool looking Mm -hmm. and so i took it from the pizza place we were at and i was like (laughs) this is gonna be it and then i and then every time i would find a cool bottle i would do that okay so it's it's predicated on what the bottle looks like it's not just on any old wine that's how it started Mm -hmm. and then i wanted to like justify my drinking uh-huh. so I would like when I would buy my wine bottles I would buy a cool bottle uh-huh. so that I could be like well it's not that I want to drink it's just that I need a new bottle I need the bottle for my candle yeah <laughs> so then I, it started where I had like maybe like three to five really nifty ones uh-huh. and then like at some point I just had like a shit ton uh-huh. and then I started th- <laughs> like they were just not even cool bottles yeah like two buck yeah. chuck or something <laughs> I don't think I ever went that low I mean I, I definitely <laughs> drank two buck chuck yeah yeah but um I mean I def- I, I, re- I recycled a lot of bottles oh it's good yeah but um I lived alone for a, a lot of that time mm-hmm. so it was and that was, was when you were easy. in college no that was out in LA oh okay yeah in college we collected bottles of alcohol as well yeah my roommates i'll change her name to shirley okay (laughs) shirley (laughs) just for she was an alcoholic which i didn't really know what that was at the time okay maybe i shouldn't say that she drank a lot and Uh i learned a lot of things from her yeah is that fair yes say that yes okay and she like i remember all the roommates had to have an intervention with her because she tried to save like every bottle ever oh my god and they were all over the fucking house and they were in our kitchen like above above the ki- there were just like it was just so many bottles uh-huh. so many and it, it was like it was clearly like i started doing what she did and there were a lot of things she did and i really looked up to her cuz she was also an actress in the mm-hmm. theater program and she was so talented um and I would be like, well, Shirley always did that. So, like, it must be okay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but she did, she, I guess I forgot, but she did that too. But I didn't really do as much of the collecting in college. Cause I also, when I lived in that house, I wasn't old enough to buy my own alcohol. Okay. And if I got my roommate to buy alcohol, like, well, she was unreliable to do any task assigned <laughs> to her. Like she couldn't even make it to school on time. But my other roommate, the guy, well, I had like six roommates, but he would always get us alcohol, but he would get like the worst shit. Like one time I asked him to get champagne uh-huh. and he got cold duck champagne. What? Like, it's red. That's not even champagne. That's just, like, bad. That's just bad. Yeah. And I mean, I, for me, you know, and I wasn't that picky at the time, mm-hmm. but, like, what is wrong with you? Just, you could have tried a little bit harder. Yeah, so, like, the chances of him being buying me a nice bottle that I could use, were no just, way. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised that you had, that you were collecting bottles in L.A., because, like, spaces here are not that big. Like, where did you keep everything? Well, um, I had, in my kitchen, mm-hmm. above the sink I had like cupboards and oh, so I just okay. put them all yeah because they weren't being filled up by like mugs or whatever right that's, that's I could probably because I'm thinking about my kitchen right now I'm like yeah there's a lot of unused space I could probably fit stuff like that in well that's but the thing is Cindy that's how I decorate like I'm so cheap like I don't buy decorations like uh-huh. I think that was another reason why I collected those is because I didn't ever have to pay like I was already gonna drink mm-hmm. so like I didn't actually have to uh, and then it started with drip candles, and then after a while, it was just random candles. <laughs> like you birthday know? candles? And then I would, like, well, those wouldn't fit, but just, like, regular, mm-hmm. I would go to the store, and then I would turn the bottle on its side so they would drip, and uh-huh. it would just be, like, sometimes a fire alarm would go off, because those aren't <laughs> supposed to drip that much. Right, right. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of work, but I was, like, you know, I could have just bought nice decorations. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty know. unique, though. It kind of looks like a, like a witch's house or something. It does. I mean... I, I've always liked decorating like a witch's house, uh-huh. you know, like on my other, the other decorations in high school and in college before I got, cause I, I think, I think the thing was, I think the reason that I had all these space, all the space too, for the drip candles in LA and not in Nebraska was I didn't take any decorations to LA. Mm-hmm. Like I moved out here in a car, yeah. no U-Haul or anything. So the only things I brought were like my clothes and my notebooks and stuff. And then one time my parents took a cross country trip with a car and they brought my keyboard. Oh, nice. Um, and maybe like, I don't think they brought anything else big. So like all my furniture is like my old landlords, my old roommates, and all of my, I did bring a few coffee cups from that party house in college. Oh, fun. So <laughs> everything I own is just like a random collection of other people's shit. Yeah, that's like everything. I, I feel that for sure. I think like in, like in the room that we're in right now, it's like my dresser and the nightstands are like... <laughs> the only things that I've like purchased specifically because I'm like I guess I'll have things that match right yeah and I kind of like that they don't yeah it's know? fun but now that I live with Sammy um I think she was on this podcast was she yes a mutual friend who's she, also a comedian she did the party planning episode yeah and she's she is a great roommate we're kind of like the odd couple with the cleaning but um she's also very like she buys nice things mm-hmm. and I like it like I like her taste but it kind of reminds me of I feel like I'm not an adult yeah <laughs> I'm, I am younger than her but it's like oh I can be like this one day yeah. in my own version of it you know yeah you're like when I grow up I'm gonna have a house just like this <laughs> like wait I live in a house just like this yeah <laughs> that's cute um oh with I, I want to ask you this with the um with the wine corks did you ever do anything with them or were they just to kind of have around yeah I don't I actually think that like I need to look up like mental issues of people that collect <laughs> things because there was no reason that I collected them. I just put them like I would finish 
a bottle mm-hmm. and then I would just like throw the wine cork in this bowl. And yeah. it's like a pretty, it's like a bowl for apples, you know, that yeah. you put in the middle of the, and then it just ended up being wine corks. Mm-hmm. And I still have it and I think I need to get rid of it. Like I think I should, but it's like. You can make cool stuff with that though. Like my, I think, my cousin did pretty much the same thing as you. She didn't do bottles. She did wine corks, but uh-huh. she had a bunch of them and she made a giant bulletin board like she glued all of them onto like a piece of wood or something so now it has like it's in her kitchen has like all these pictures of like her family and stuff and she also made i think coasters and maybe like um like pot holders oh yeah like stuff to like lay down like hot pans and stuff on oh that sounds so that's that's maybe one thing you could do and it looks really cool especially as a bulletin board oh See, I think that might have been part of the reason that I have them because mm-hmm. I always have like these art projects in mind. Like, because I mean, you were probably a crafty person as a kid. Yeah, I'm like, still a crafty. The person. arts and crafts box, uh-huh. you know, and it's like well, this could be used for arts and crafts. And I think that I think that the wine corks were always like maybe these could be used for some sort of craft project sometime. Yeah. So you know, maybe. There's possibilities if you don't want to just throw them away and you want them to be put to use. Because I get the whole like upcycling stuff. Yeah. It's like, let's not make more trash. Let's make something we can use. Trash into treasure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) As cheesy as that sounds. There's like like, a great consignment shop in my mom's hometown of Iowa called Trash Treasure. No, what? I don't remember. Trash to Treasure? Trash to Treasure. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) That didn't go over the way <laughs> I thought it was going to be like one person's trash is another person's treasure mm-hmm. but that's way that's the sentence like that's not the name that's of the not store. the name of a store yeah. definitely not yeah. <laughs> if it was they're probably out of business because no one wants to type that into Google no I'm sure they're out of business anyway <laughs> like just it's just sad mm-hmm. they were so great like everything good has to die yeah you know? of course especially in a in a small town because oh, yeah. the big box stuff comes in and just destroys everything in its mm-hmm. path Let's let's jump into um, the family trip stuff. Oh yes, did you? Because you um, you told me a little bit. You guys would take um, ski trips. Yeah. So now you guys and you know a little bit about my mm-hmm. family. I'm an only child, so when I talk about my family, it's my parents. Yeah. And I think I mentioned my aunt and uncle. We're they're pretty close. Do they um, have kids? Um. Yeah. Well, actually, this is my technically it's my aunt's boyfriend that she's been with forever. Oh, okay. Um. But my aunt has kids with her ex husband, who's an mm-hmm. asshole. Um. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna listen to this podcast, and if they do, they all know he's an asshole. So yeah. that's fine. Um. Her kids are grown. They're like they're like much older than me. They're oh, like okay. So you didn't really 40s. grow up with them. Well, I I did, but not as like kids. Like mm-hmm. their kids are closer to my age. So my cousin's kids are mm-hmm. closer. So my cousin, the girl cousin, has three like Stepford wife daughters with blonde hair uh-huh. that are perfect <laughs> in every way imaginable except for having emotions. And then the guy cousin has two kids who are the boys like for sure the most fucked up one in our family after me. But I've gotten better, but like he's in the he's in the thick of the anger. Ooh. <laughs> and um and then their little girl is like, she's kind of like a normal little girl, except mm-hmm. for they were both for sure fed too much soda <laughs> at an early age, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> different raising of their kids. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they weren't like super close. And I kind of, I guess I'm kind of resentful at that because um, like being an only child, I wanted to at least have cousins that were close. Mm-hmm. And then they just like stopped coming to family functions. But, um, but all the family trips were just me and my parents. Mm-hmm. And um, and my parents are older. 
Okay. They're like had me when they were 40. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this little girl and two old people like <laughs> going everywhere. Uh-huh. And the skiing. That's they pretty do- remarkable that they took you skiing. Like they, like they're like, you know, they, they don't get tired. I mean, oh, they're now. like really, they're really in good shape. I mean, That's obviously awesome. they're not like LA good shape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're like 60 some year olds in good shape for Nebraska. Yeah. Like in LA, they would be considered average shape yeah. for their age. But they're healthy. Yeah. I mean, the reason that my dad has shoulder problems is because of like lifting weights mm-hmm. and playing racquetball and like all that stuff. Um, they're also like really like neither one of them like ever smoked or anything. That's good. So they're just pretty, pretty, um, but yeah, they, like they, they used to, I came across their albums when I was back home of like all the crazy trips they took before I was born. (laughs) Those sounded like fun. Like, um, but, but yeah, so I mean, they were like my first ski trip, I was like four. Mm -hmm. So they were like 44, which isn't really old. Yeah, but the I stopped going on the trips with them when I was fourteen because, or no, I was like fifteen or sixteen because we went to Mexico and I was really goth and perfect place to be goth. Oh my god, Mexico! <laughs> and my boyfriend who was like really controlling and also really goth, um, I couldn't talk to him because it was Mexico and we didn't have cell phones mm-hmm. or we, I think we had cell phones but they wouldn't you couldn't work right, you couldn't yeah. call and um and so like I spent the whole trip. Like reading Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics, <laughs> listening to Murder Dolls on my little CD player, wearing a Hot Topic swimming suit, <laughs> trying not to get tan because I wanted yeah. to be pale as fuck because <laughs> I thought I was a vampire, and then covering up all of the scars that I carved into my stomach. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You were- and my mom was like, what the fuck is that? And then we had to have a talk about how I'd been self-mutilating right. on our trip to Mexico. Oh, jeez. This is like... um it's, I totally, I, 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 I've, I've known this girl oh God. like that. I won't say who in my family was like <laughs> that, but there was definitely a person in my family that was like that. And it's just like, I, I just like the way you said, like not wanting to go in the sun, just like, I need to maintain this, like <laughs> this pale white, um, you know, <laughs> skin tone and, and attitude. <laughs> Well, you know, that's. I'm glad to hear you say that because as as angry I, as I was that I had to be an only child on these trips, like it's probably for the best that I didn't have to put a sibling through this. Like, imagine if I had a brother or sister with us on the trip the whole time, and I was oh, just yeah. being a bitch. Like, I ruined it. I'm sure I ruined that trip for my parents. It's. I mean, they probably try to make the best of it. I'm sure, but it's teenagers are the worst. Like, I'm sure you look back on that and you're just like, I was the worst. My mom also, like, didn't help because at the time she was in her early 50s, mm-hmm. yet it was a topless beach. Oh, wow. And she, like, followed the rules. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm like, I'm not four anymore. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I have a lot of material about this. Well, I don't really do it anymore. But it's like, it just... Just nightmares, yeah. you know? But when we were younger, the ski trips were really fun because that was what I emailed you about because mm-hmm. that was, like, the first thing that came to mind because, um, like, like my parents are just so excited about life, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But for a long period there, I was, like, the opposite of that. I was, like, so not excited about life. I hated everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, just angry all the time. And then here's my mom. Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's listen to a song. What game do you want to play on the way there? It's and like I'm a like, sitcom Dad. family. <laughs> yeah. It was 
that is adorable, but I could just, I can just, I'm having like flashbacks to <laughs> stuff from like my youth where it's just like, <gasps> we can get so, through this so much quicker if we just all like <laughs> stop bothering each other. Oh, that's so funny. Um, where did you guys go to ski? Cause like the Midwest doesn't really have a lot of. Oh, we skiing. went to Colorado. Okay. Yeah. We Aspen. Go, um, they went to Aspen before I was born. Mm-hmm. I think they went to like all of the cool places before I was born. And then they like went to family friendly places once, which makes sense. Yeah. But we go to Winter Park and Breckenridge. And then one time we went to Wyoming with this ski Ooh. group. We were, there was this Omaha ski club. And this is all like. Before, Are you super good at skiing? Um, well, I haven't skied since I was 13 because mm-hmm. I, or yeah, 12 or 13 because I, I have a health problem that it does not prevent me from skiing, mm-hmm. but it flared up during a ski trip and mm-hmm. now I'm just like, I like refuse to ever ski again Yeah, because it was like this like mind fuck. Yeah. Traumatic. Although at this point, it's now in my 20s, it's more of like a financial, like it just costs a lot of it money to ski. It costs so much money to ski. Yeah. So, so much. At least $100 just to rent things yeah. for a weekend. It's crazy. Yeah. I went to Big Bear with a f- couple friends, um, but it was before the snow, so we couldn't ski. Oh. But I was like, that was I would have liked to ski, but it was actually, I wouldn't have been able to go if we were skiing because yeah. I can't afford to ski. It's so fucking so, expensive. I can't yeah. believe it. Um, but was it, because um, I know that California has some cool ski places. How is it in Colorado? I've never been. Oh, it was great. Yeah. You know, I like... I got really good at it. I was really good at it. Um, as I, I hated ski class because mm-hmm. it smelled. I mean, like not the mountains. The mountains smell great. Yeah. But like the the uh, when you would have to go to lunch with. I just hated other children. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Which like this is really. I'm I'm remembering a lot of shit today because I hate children now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder like if is it like because I'm uncomfortable with like fear of commitment or you know. And then I'm like, no, I just have always hated children. Even when I was a child, I hated other children. And I I hated having to be around them. I hated, like, eating lunch with them. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) Talking to them. Everything about them. Mm -hmm. Maybe there would be, like, a couple girls I would make friends with. But for the most part, it was just, like, if you're the same age as me or younger, get the fuck away. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Gross. Um, (laughs) Sounds like such a childish bitch right now but uh but yeah i would i i I got pretty good and and then i would take my parents down like the black diamond and they would be like they would have to follow me you know and they'd be like what are you well we have to go now to make sure that you don't die i got them lost in a forest (laughs) once and my mom who's like so she's like it's okay we'll just take off our skis and walk out and then immediately got like a bunch of snow in her boots and we were stuck and then she's like, it's okay. I have a candy bar. Does anyone want one? And then she just like sits down and my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing, Sherry? We're lost. <laughs> she's like, let's make the most of this. That is adorable. <laughs> she's like such a sitcom mom. It's so funny. She is. She, they are like a sitcom couple because, I mean, my, my, my like I said, they're still like in pretty good shape for the age they are. But like back when I was growing up, my mom... Like, before, like, menopause, Mm -hmm. um, my mom was just, like, always, like, super trim, like, really skinny, like, perfect looking. And my dad is, like, good looking, but he always had a belly. Yeah. Like, so it's, like, exactly, like, they look like, they look like the sitcom couple. Right. Like, the guy that's, like, a little more overweight than the woman. And then she's always, like, telling him to get out of the cabinets of the suites. (laughs) It's like, well. And you're just like, God, this is my life. It is. (laughs) 
And then they were supposed to have a sitcom daughter, but then she like turned into this gothic cutter. But that is the sitcom daughter. <laughs> yes, like the complete opposite. Like you're like you're like this happy home manicured life in the Midwest, and you're just like death metal. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It's yeah, it's like it's foils. It's complete opposite. I'll have to tell them. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know we grew up in a sitcom life. <laughs> It's funny because they love sitcoms, uh-huh. and I'm I I I like some sitcoms, but now, like especially being in the entertainment industry and like acting and learning to act for sitcoms, mm-hmm. it's just so over the top corny, right? And I would much rather watch a show that's like a little more natural humor, mm-hmm. you know, like an hour comedy or something like that, or like a dramedy, yeah. Like Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. is funnier to me than like the Big Bang Theory. Say, I hate the Big Bang Theory They so love much. it. That's their favorite show. That, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I think because we're comedians too, we just get so jaded by, you know, just the comedy that we've seen over and over and over again. Like I'm like, I understand the tropes. I get the formula and I want something different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but most of America doesn't want something different. Yeah. Um, oh, um, in you had mentioned to me in, in the email that your parents, they would try to spend as little money as possible on your trips. Tell me more about that. Oh, God. So I went to Disneyland with a boyfriend. It was before we started dating, but our trip to Disneyland was like what kind of like flared up a fire of actually wasn't that fiery of a relationship, but it was nice. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we went to Disneyland after I moved to LA Mm -hmm. and it was my first time going to Disneyland without my parents. Oh. Which I'm like, I'm not complaining because it's amazing that my parents took me to Disneyland. We also had family friends in Torrance. So we would visit them and then I would have basically like the equivalent of brothers and sisters when we go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So Disneyland and LA, when I come to LA, is part of why I love it here so much is because I feel like it's home here. And whenever I would take a trip to LA as opposed to like skiing in Colorado or mm-hmm. Mexico, LA, I would always be with this family of like two brothers and a sister who were close in age with me. And I felt like I had brothers and sisters for that week or four days. Aww. But when we'd go to Disneyland, like that was cool. But my dad would always be like, you know, we can't, like, we would take pictures, but it was like, don't stop. And my mom always wants to stop. Like, mm-hmm. when we're, like, bike riding, we got to fucking stop all the time. And then my dad wants to, now it's the opposite because my dad's always tired. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then I would always want to, like, I remember one time, well, what I was saying about Disneyland was Greg and I, we just, I just, we just did all the dumbest shit. Like, we spent a bunch of money on unnecessary things and, like, took pictures of things like just floors and ceilings and water fountains <laughs> just because I wanted to do all the things that my dad would never like let me do. Like, you know, it all had to make sense with, yeah. with our family trips. Like, and with my mom, everything had to be planned out. Uh-huh. So my mom would plan everything out and then my dad would like veto all of those decisions and then find ways to make things the cheapest as possible. There was always like a book of coupons uh-huh. that they called the pleasure pack, which I don't think they realized the connotation. <laughs> Although after seeing their album of photos of trips they went on before me, how could they not know what a pleasure pack would mean? Right. So they like to act like they think they just like to fuck with you. <laughs> they do. I think they do. Um, it would be so embarrassing. My friends would come over and my parents would be like, let's go out to eat. What should we get? Oh, Sherry, get the pleasure pack. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't. Just stop talking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so so I think I remember going to L.A. and, and we were, it was the first time I ever came to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like 14 and 
It was like right before, it was like the year before the Mexico trip where I vetoed all family trips and started staying with my aunt and uncle, which by the way was 10 times worse. Really? My uncle trying to teach me like how to take a driver's test. I was the worst. I My aunt told me I had anger management issues uh-huh. on this trip. It was the worst. Um, I love gosh, you guys. I thought I was away from my parents. Oh my God, they're all bad. Yeah. They're just family, you know. But um, my dad was, I wanted to go to the wax museum. And my mom wanted to go to the wax museum. And it was right there. And it wasn't that expensive. Like, I don't think, like, I remember recently mm-hmm. looking at, I've now been to Madame Tussauds. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I did not pay for myself. It was my old roommate's friend that was staying with us. But I looked up the max, the wax museum that we'd wanted to go to like 10 plus years ago. And it was like, okay, you know what? I just realized something. My dad had to pay for three people. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like 10 bucks be, a person? It was like 20 bucks or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. You know what? Yeah. Sorry, dad. I sometimes I forget. Like I... You know, and also I'm lucky I'm an only child because if you have multiple kids, oh, oh I shit. Know. Yeah, like I, because I, I have one other sister, and like when we go out to dinner, even if it's just kind of like a, a cheapy place, like a TGI Fridays, the bill will still be at least like 50 bucks for all yeah. four of us. Yeah. Even if we all get just, just a water and a meal, because every meal is at 10 plus dollars, and then you yeah. get a tip. It's like, ugh, I don't want to have kids. It's too expensive. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I like in that answering of your question uh-huh. immediately my dad became right about everything he was like oh you're having like this revelation just oh. like oh my god he was right he was right the whole time <laughs> he was right about everything oh shit you know yeah well well i mean i kind of get where you're going though because you're like but we came out here why can't we do this stuff i don't want to just look at it and now when they visit me like they spend they like all like th- they go to the beach mm-hmm. which is free and they stay in the whole they my dad will come to come to LA and then he doesn't stay with me anymore. Thank God. Mm-hmm. When I lived by myself, they would stay with me all the time and they wouldn't give me much notice when they would come to oh visit. Like one time they gave me a week notice, but they bought the tickets months in advance, oh. you know, cause you have to, to get a good deal. They would just, they didn't want to like, they didn't know when the right time was to tell me, well, not a week before you motherfuckers. Yeah. I sense a theme with them. <laughs> They're still mad at me cause I made a very angry Facebook post about them coming with a week in advance and all their friends have friended me on Facebook and all their Facebook friends were like, wow, she really doesn't want to see you. And, like, my dad's still mad at me for this Facebook post. Well, I mean, their friends caused the drama. I know. (laughs) They could have just kept their mouth shut and let you quietly vent. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, my my parents have Facebook, too, but they don't get on it as much, so they find out about all my shit through their friends. Mm -hmm. But just so you guys all know, there is a feature where you can say this post for anyone to see except my parents and all of their friends. Yeah. I use that a lot. It's a good one. It's a great, it's, a, it's probably it's Facebook's amazing. best feature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of all things, like, I mean, the algorithm, algorithms, everything, just please don't change that audience viewing Never. Feature. But yeah, they'll come and then, and then my dad will get in and I'll be like, what do you guys want to do tonight? And he'll just be like, I just want to lay down. We've been traveling all day. Uh-huh. They'll get in at like six. Like, I understand if you come in at like 9 PM, mm-hmm. but like, I'm usually like, who, like who wants to do that? Yeah. Who and then the, like I don't know. And then I, I want to go to like Universal Studios. And at this point, I'll pay for myself. Yeah. You know, like now I'll pay for myself. You know. Mm. And if I can't pay for myself, I'm not going to suggest it. Right. And sometimes if they agree to it, then they'll offer to pay for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to propose it unless I'm willing to pay for myself. Right. But my dad will still be like, oh no, like I just 
Now it's just like, I don't know. He's just tired. Mm-hmm. Which just wants I to just, sit on the now beach I and sound relax. Like, I sound like the enemy now. Like no one is, <laughs> no one listening to this podcast is going to like me. I'm just like this girl that hates her old. I love my parents. Mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, show them a good time. Yeah. And everyone will give me suggestions. Like Sammy will be like, why don't you go here? And why don't you go here? And I'm like, oh no, Sammy, they're not going to listen because my dad's going to want to do what he's going to want to do. And it's kind of like my big fat Greek wedding. Like it'll work if I make him think that it was his idea first. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Have, when did you kind of learn that that was like the trick with him? Probably when I saw the movie, my big fat Greek wedding. That's so funny. <laughs> We're Serbian, which is kind of close mm-hmm. to Greek. A lot of the things are the same. Mm-hmm. Like, Both your parents? Um, just my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. But my grandma and like that whole, the aunt and uncle side, the aunt, that's the his sister. Mm-hmm. So... The family that we have the most, like when we go to fam, like the family weddings of, mm-hmm. you know, it's at the Serbian Orthodox Church. My mom's side, there's not so, like, there's not as much like culture that mm-hmm. we are, that has been involved in my life. Yeah. You know, they're like German and stuff, which is still cool, but. Yeah. yeah. But there's more of the, like, the, um, the old country influence on your dad's Right. Because my grandma's the only living grandparent and she's oh. Serbian. She, like, so. born in Serbia, right? Uh, she was born, she's the first generation here. Oh, wow. But she was raised speaking Serbian mm-hmm. as her first language. English was still her second language. That's cool. So she doesn't speak Serbian like ever. She, she used to speak it on the phone with her sisters all the time. Which Did really she ever cool. go to Serbia? I don't think so. No, oh. she doesn't really travel. She's. I don't think she's ever flown on a plane. She's like 96. Oh my God. <laughs> she kind of, I was realizing, um, she kind of reminds me of Yoda. Really? Like now, like it's <laughs> her wise little like yeah, thing. And like says things that upset me, but I know they're true. Uh-huh. You know? So cute. Yeah. Would you ever go to Serbia to kind of like I would love to go that? to Serbia. I have a my dad's cousin Pat, who like she's super cool. Most of the people in my family are not in the arts, like nobody is really. Mm-hmm. But Pat wrote a book and she's in the arts and she's always been super supportive. She went to Serbia Ooh. and she looked up a bunch of family history stuff. I looked up like a ton of family history mm-hmm. on Ancestry.com and then for years I tried for like yeah, I tried, I don't want to say my age, but for the amount of time between being 17 and now mm-hmm. um, I would um, <laughs> I would like try to get my whole family to like see my findings and no one, none of them cared or like they couldn't use technology mm-hmm. to you know log on to the website right um so and now my awesome. dad's like oh you know this family member and I'm like I know I'm the one that told you that yeah He's like this is all news pop yeah maybe I'd you, love to go to Serbia yeah maybe you can convince your dad to go or do you think he'd be too too tired oh you know <laughs> <laughs> would that be too much I'm sorry. I'm just like laughing because like I'm just I think I'm tired today and everything just seems so hard. And like imagining traveling to another like I don't ever like I love my dad and I love it when he comes here and it's great when I come there. I don't know if I can imagine traveling like the process of boarding a plane with my dad or like we would have to get it to the airport several hours early Uh and then we weren't allowed to leave the gate because you never know what could happen. Which um, I wish I could say that that served me into my adulthood, but it didn't because a couple of years ago I got drunk in Vegas and uh, didn't stay at the gate and then my plane flew away while oh, I watched it go by. Oh, no. And then I had to call my dad because I didn't know what to do at that point. And yeah. I was like, I was like wasted and I had to call my dad 
and be like, so, you know, that thing that you always like warned me how to prevent from happening. I didn't prevent that from happening. Yeah. But like, I mean, he's just like, like, I don't know if I could travel with him, but I guess if we're coming from different destinations. Yeah. Meet up in Serbia. Not to deal with it. We would probably like not find each other. Yeah. It would totally be like a Christmas vacation national lampoon store where we both have these separate Serbia trips and the whole trip is us trying to find each other. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be kind of hard because I don't know how many people speak English in Serbia. (laughs) We would just die in Serbia separately. Yeah. In in the airport though, just different parts of the airport. (laughs) What's that movie where he's at the airport, the whole movie? Oh, the Tom Hanks movie. That's so funny you bring that up. I was just talking about how I have not seen the movie the whole way through. Yeah. It sounds like a horror movie to me. It, yeah, because he's trying to like learn English like in the airport. It's funny. I think we both just need to watch that movie oh, God. all the way. <laughs> the Terminal. The Terminal. Yeah, oh, God. Go. I mean, how can that not be a terrifying movie? Like that's supposed to be enjoyable? It's supposed to be like a romantic comedy, I what? think. Yeah. But that's like the early 2000s for you. It's like anything can be a romantic comedy. <laughs> wow. I tried to run after someone at the airport once, just some dude I met on the plane, and I tried to go back into the plane to, like, and then apparently you aren't allowed to do that. Oh. I just got, like, yelled at and almost tackled by a TSA (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So I tried romance at the airport. Nope. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would, like, I mean, like, any time, one time there was a really terrible, it was before 9-11, but it was, Mm -hmm. like, I was used to like flying as a little kid. Yeah. But even before yeah. 9-11, um, airport security was getting more intense. Obviously not intense enough. Yeah. Well, I don't even remember like what traveling was like because I didn't do any much pre- – I think I went to Mexico when I was like nine and then two years later – 9-11 happened and oh then God. I only remember post 9-11 it's just like I like just recently they stopped making you take off your shoes at some really? at some terminals in LAX wow. some of them still make you because like when I went to Iceland a couple of years ago they didn't make us take off our shoes I was like well that makes sense who's gonna it's just dumb to think that shoes would be the thing it's yeah. like what's well, that's already been done no one's gonna think to do that they're gonna get more creative if they want to do that right it's just like it's but now, as soon as they make you not take off your shoes, people will start doing it again. Yeah, it's just it, it's just a dumb thing. It's yeah, they put that fear in our mind that like people will like play into those fears. Yeah, yeah. The I world. I always feel like last time I flew, like I don't I like to be comfortable but attractive when I <laughs> travel, uh-huh. which usually involves not wearing a bra uh-huh. and wearing a lot of necklaces to cover what's underneath. You know, it's just a distraction. Yeah, it makes you feel more out, comfortable right? too. And then I always wear like I actually wore the jacket, the thing like a, some kind of wrap to mm-hmm. also cover the nipping out. So like you can be free breasted, but no one will know. Yeah, you know because you want to be comfortable. And I have like I usually have two flights to get to Nebraska, so it's mm-hmm. like a whole day of traveling, you yeah. know. But then they make me take off all my necklaces and my wrap, and then it's just like here's my side boob asshole. Yeah, yeah, so. and my belt, and then it's just like I'm proud. I feel like I'm <laughs> naked, and I don't mind that much, but I'm. I kind of like it because it's like, oh, this is what you wanted? Because you're clearly more uncomfortable nerdy guy that hasn't been laid in 10 years than I am. But, you know, go ahead. Tell me to take my shoes off. Yeah. It's like just the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how I feel. But, yeah, the first time that flying was getting intense, like, we had to wait. I guess it didn't have to do with, like, I don't know. As a kid, I think it was, I think our plane was just, like, full. Mm -hmm. But we had to wait a really long time. And I, I remember... I remember at this point 
that was when I decided that I did not like flying anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I was probably nine or so. And um, and I just drew all these pictures. Like I, I drew all these angry pictures involving like the people that worked at the <laughs> airport. And like looking back, I don't know what they could have been. Like was I killing them in the pictures or like how could the pictures have been angry without some sort of violence? Maybe we were punching them. Maybe. Maybe it was just assault. Yeah. Death. I don't know. But... But I was very angry. Yeah, after that, I don't know why I brought that up. Because traveling, angry. Traveling you were sucks. probably with your parents on yeah. that flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Creates anger <laughs> a lot. Um, so to wrap things up, any any other things you want to mention about traveling with your family? Oh my god. Well, looking back, they did the best that they could, and I made it the hardest for them that I possibly <laughs> could. So I'm glad I did it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, because like I said, I'm very broke now and I can't really afford to go anywhere other than maybe Vegas or Big Bear. And even then I'm like scrapped for rent for three months afterwards. So the fact that I got to go on these trips growing up, you know, um, and of course I'm going to like complain about it because it's, it was annoying. And I, I mean, there's a 40 year age difference between me and my parents. Right. Um, there's bound to be problems. Yeah. But I'm very grateful I got to go and there's like a lot of laughs, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. So if you, if you ever have kids, take them on trips and make them hate you because they'll have a lot of material for their stand up comedy later. (laughs) Yeah. Create stand up comedians. Yeah. (laughs) Most of my stand up is about my parents. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Christina. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This has been a blast.